1: Did I do it good, huh? (laughs) This is Steve Taylor. Yeah, he did. Quote. If you can't support it, why don't you abort instead? A Christian counselor wrote that. Yeah, he did. Why?
0: Say
1: it ain't none of my business. A got a right to yeah, they do. Now a great digger. Next you pull the trigger weapon. Whatever sin? So I'm playing this song because today we're gonna talk about sin. Yeah, we are. Don't get mad at me. You do it, I do it, we all do it. Okay? I heard the reverend say
0: great, it's, it's probably normal in the, the, the good Lord's saying. No, he's
1: not, just so you know. Was right. Ooh, calling out a liar, huh? She's
0: a But the Reverend may be a little confused. Oh, if the Lord don't care and he chooses to ignore tell it to the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. Oh, call it just an alternate lifestyle, huh? Morality lies within. Conscience is arrested. Please repeat the question again. Whatever
1: happened to sin? So is plagiarism a sin? A couple years ago Mark Driscoll got busted uh, because Mark Driscoll pastor Mark Driscoll uh, actually uh, went ahead and plagiarized a couple of things and was so in trouble yeah he was he was totally in, he was totally in trouble and now Christine Kane who is very popular actually uh, in uh, in circles especially more gifts flowing Pentecostal hill songy type circles. Um, is kind of in the news. And and you know what? I have to tell you, uh, it's interesting because I started my morning listening to an interview that Jan Markell did over the weekend. And I bring up Jan Markell because she is somebody that I've actually known personally for quite a while. Uh, Had the opportunity to interview her a couple of times on our show, meet her in person a few times. And next week, uh, near the end of the week, I will be in Oklahoma at the Prophecy Watcher's uh, Blessed Hope uh, conference, Lord willing, <laughs> as long as everything goes okay and Randall and I drive there okay, uh, Jan is actually speaking at that conference. Well, over the weekend, this past weekend, uh, Jan had uh, her prophecy conference up there in, I believe it was Minnesota, and uh, one of the speakers that wasn't there, but that she actually was talking about on her show, just getting back to her latest show, uh, was um Actually, he wasn't even on the show. Terry James, who actually is a author, I believe he's blind. I thought he was blind. Isn't he blind? I
0: think
1: he's blind.
0: Really? Not that I know of, but
1: I must be thinking of somebody. Anyway, Terry James has written a brand new book called "Deceivers: Exposing Evil Seducers and Their Last Days Deception." And anyway, so her whole show was about that. And you know, it's 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 interesting. Actually, this is a compilation of, of stories, that, uh, of articles that lots of people contributed to, including Jan Markel. But what's interesting is um, we are people, you and me are, yeah, we are. We're, we are people who um, live in the world, but not of it, right? We're called to live in the world, but not of it, Uh But there's deception all around us and, you know, and none of us is immune to being deceived. That's the thing. Not one person is immune to it. We can all be deceived. Even the Bible says that in the last days, that if it were possible, that even the elect may be deceived. Now it says that the elect, it doesn't say the elect is going to be deceived, but it says, it does say that, that they could be deceived. Which tells you something, and that's part of the reason why I have been going through the, the book, After the Ball, here, written by two gay activists, to show you how this particular issue has been marketed to America, uh, the homosexual issue has been marketed to America. Well, as people, you know, are learning about how easily you can be duped, because we're all like sheep people, that's what the Bible says. Um, uh,
0: you know what, you're right. Just reading his about page. This is James, who's been blind much of his adult life, yeah, due to a degenerative retinal disease. Works from his home in Benton, Arkansas. Yep. He and his wife Margaret have two grown sons, Terry Jr. and Nathan, and too many cats to count. Hmm. Mm. Anyway.
1: Anyway. Anyway, all that to say that um, you know, part of part of what I do here is my well at least my goal is i don't know are you guys hearing me okay do do i sound okay to you do i put a one if i sound okay if you can hear me okay anyway so part of what i do here is i really try to bring uh clarity and the scripture to you and try to show you stuff that you're probably not going to get in most christian media because most christian media is bought and paid for that, and that's the truth. And look, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to tell you the truth. The truth is Christian media is bought and paid for. That's the truth. The truth is that when um, uh, when I initially started my company years ago, like almost 15 years ago, uh, I, I stumbled into the world of Christian media and I've been kind of technically in it for almost 15 years, right? So it's not like I'm, I'm new to it, but I have seen so many things happen in the time that I've been doing what I do. And I have to tell you that it's really interesting to me because, um, like, I get books sent to me all the time. I get books every, probably every week. I get brand new Christian books sent to me, stuff I don't even request. I used to request books. I don't, re- I don't request any. I actually had one of my good friends stop by my house not too long ago, and she, and she said she's, I, I said, are you interested in any of my books? And she's like, oh, just give me whatever you have. I packed up. I think it was 99 books. <laughs> And they were all given to me. Ninety-nine books I gave to my friend. I'm like, here, go for it, go through it, and keep whatever you would like. So I get a lot of books sent to me. The overwhelming majority I will never promote on the, on this show because they're crap, right? And I don't mean that in a mean way. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if I can mean it in a nice way. But they're not. They're not. The, the the my problem, and this is just me. Okay. Maybe it's not you. My problem is that we spend so much time reading people's opinion about the Bible that we actually don't read the Bible. And the Bible, most people don't even know the Bible. You know what I mean? So that's the thing. Okay. And by the way, I actually, I had a, I'm going to see if I can find this. Because um, this this brings up the, the um, and this might take me a second to find it. Because uh, one of my new friends posted this comment on their page. And I just have to read you what I said. Okay, wait, it's gonna take me a minute. You'll understand in a second, as soon as I, I bring it up. Um let's see here. Really? Okay. Really? Okay. Maybe they're maybe they unfriended me. did they couldn't have unfriended me. Why would they do that? Nobody unfriends me. Recently added. Okay, new post. Hmm. Really? Okay, wait. Well all right. Well, anyway, okay. So what I'll I, so what I'll say is this. I'll just say this. Recently, somebody I friended uh, is a man who is interested in men. Okay. I don't know if he is somebody who identifies as as an as somebody who abstains from same sex activity. Um, I don't know, but he recently wrote a comment on his. Facebook page basically saying, you know, if God um, doesn't judge sin or, or doesn't give levels to sin, then why do man? Why do, in other words, why do some people make sin different? You know, like say one sin's worse than another. Okay. Would you agree that like mankind says that? Oh yeah. Oh, we, we judge sin differently, right? We go, ah, that guy over there, that sin was way worse than my sin over here. Well, it was interesting to me because all of the responses were like, yeah, amen, brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there was a couple that threw out some scripture and everything, but it didn't actually answer the question. It was just the affirmation of of his complaint, well, or observation. My response was actually the biblical response. And my response was, well, actually, God does judge sin or, or put sin into categories, and if you don't believe me read the book of Leviticus chapters 1 through 5 because the book of Leviticus gives us five different offerings that the Levitical priests of the day have to offer up in order to get different things dealt with there's the peace offering there's the burnt offering there's the meal offering there was the trespass offering and there's one other one I can't remember but the point is is that different things were offered up for different things and so there are levels of different types of sin, God judges some sin by by condemning it to death right and and let's just be honest homosexuality was one of those ones in the Old Testament that if you were involved in that sin, that was the death penalty. also, what David did, King David committed adultery, right, and by that he should have been put to death for what he did so so you can't say just lying or stealing or whatever is 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 not judged in a different way. You know, There, I believe if you stole, they recommended cutting off your hand. So, I mean, there are consequences for our sin and there are different levels of sin. And But we, living in a postmodern society, like to go, <clears throat> well, you know, it's okay. We'll just go ahead and do this sin and that sin and that sin. And that. Who are you to judge? You know, yeah, who are you, you butthead? Like, who do you think you are judging me? For my sin, isn't yours just as bad? Well, the reality is, is all sin is, you know, bad. But to kind of parse words and try to make a lifestyle choice that one blatantly lives on par with somebody who steals a pencil from the desk of a teacher is ridiculous because God doesn't see it that way. He had harsher consequences for different things like that. And so, you know, I, I look at the culture of the church today. And I really get irritated a lot because I get irritated because so much of it isn't, it doesn't represent Christianity. And this Christine Kane story really irks me uh, because if you go to the Christian post and you look at the story and then you look at the comments below the story, um, you'll understand why the church has a black eye because of leaders like this. And, um, and it just really bothers me, so just thought I'd share. Do you want to weigh in?
0: Um, I'm going to well, share
1: it out on Facebook. Why don't you say something so I can share this out?
0: Okay. Well, I was going to say, even even motive, God makes a difference between motive and the New Testament, the Messiah himself, Yeshua says, Luke 12:47. Um. well, picking up verse 46, Luke chapter 12, uh... It says, the Lord of that servant will come in a day when he looks not for him, and an hour when he is not aware, and will cut him in sunder, and will appoint him his portion with the unbelievers. And that servant which knew his Lord's will, and prepared not himself, neither did according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. But he that knew not, and did commit things worthy of stripes, shall be beaten with few stripes. Good point. For unto whosoever much is given, of him much will be required. And to whom men have committed much, of them they will ask the more. Um, so we're talking about things that are punishable, but motive, whether it's they're willfully done or ignorantly done, uh, receiving different, receiving uh, you know different outcomes, different levels of punishment. And a and a wise judge in civil and or criminal court. Will pass sentence accordingly, not just based <laughs> strictly on the crime, but also looking at. Yeah. Now I don't. I'm not trying to give um, any any credence to so-called hate crimes and that sort of thing. I mean, if you mean to assault somebody, that's assault, assault. Whether you, you know, if it was. It was volitional. Your motives are inconsequential, I believe. Ouch. Yeah, when it comes to, Mm. you know, willful or ignorant, that's a different thing. Anyway.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, let's look at the story uh, that's being reported over on the website. Uh, It's on, what is this? Alabama.com? AL.com?
0: It's reported several places.
1: Well, this is the one I'm going to look at. Okay. Okay. Did I give you the link to it? Okay. Um, So, first of all, before I say anything, I should say hi to everybody. Hi. Hi, everybody. I see Melanie, John, Diane, Mia, uh, Cindy, Sherry, Oscar. I always think of uh, Natasha. And over on Facebook, I see, I see, but I don't know. Darren is there. I think also Kristen was there. Let's see. Yeah, I actually, um, first of all, I, just so you know, I don't hate Christine Kane at all, okay? I don't even, I know she's very popular, but I haven't watched anything of hers, I haven't read anything of hers, because I don't follow most speakers today that are super popular for obvious reasons, just so you know. Um, so I I have no... Skin in the game. I don't hate her or anything. I'm just reporting this news story, and based on um, what I know of normal Christian media and stuff like that, um, nothing would surprise me. So, uh, it says here: Church of the Highlands guest speaker accused of plagiarism in the lawsuit. Okay, so it says here: Australian evangelist Christine Kane from Hillsong Church. By the way, I almost had Brian Brian Houston on or so but he got canceled at the last minute. Uh, Anyway, a a frequent guest speaker at the Church of the Highlands in Birmingham has been accused in a lawsuit of plagiarizing another Christian author in two of her most recent books, according to uh, the Christian Post. Uh, Christian author Carrie Scott, who I've never heard of, filed a lawsuit in the U.S. District Court of the Western District of Michigan in May, alleging that Kane based two of her best-selling books on Scott's May 2015 book, Untangled, Let God Loosen the Knots of Insecurity in Your Life. Uh, Scott's book was published by Revel, a subsidiary of the Baker Publishing Group. By the way, I've done work. I've done a book promotion for Baker, as well as the other people that are listed in this. In May 2016, Christy, or Kane, released her book Unashamed, Drop the Baggage, Pick Up Your Freedom, Fulfill Your Destiny, <laughs> just the just the title I would never buy it but anyway <laughs> published by Zondervan which I would don't don't advocate for uh and anyway publishing owned by HarperCollins publishers which by the way HarperCollins is actually a secular publisher in case you didn't know that uh Kane also published Unshakable 365 Devotions for Finding Unwavering Strength in God's Word in October 2017 again through Zondervan Ms. Scott contends that her work, untangled, including exact wording, phrasing, and compilation, along with the book's general thematic message and presentation, is consistently copied, reworded, re- reworded, and derived without authorization, with within unashamed and unshakable, and that there exists, exists proof of direct copying within the book's promotional materials, and printed ebook and audio forms. The law- lawsuit says, "I just have to say." If that's the case, then the publisher should be sued, too, because the publisher... Which is the case. Yeah. Huh? And the
0: both... Yeah, the publisher is named in the lawsuit.
1: Good, because they should be, because they didn't do their due diligence if that's the case. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kane has spoken at various events at the Church of the Highlands, including worship services and conferences. Before she preached on June third, 2015, Highlands Associate Pastor Lane... Schranz described Cain as a dear friend of our pastor, Chris Hodges. Uh, We have not a guest speaker. We have a family member here tonight. Schranz said, introducing Kane at Wednesday night service, all of you need to know at every campus that Christine Kane is dear to Pastor Chris. Kane has been a featured speaker at the 2016 Catalyst One Day Conference hosted by the Church of the Highlands and at the 2017 Motion Conference for Youth sponsored by the Church of the Highlands at the BJCC Legacy Arena. The lawsuit also alleged that Kane sent out a promotional video for her book Unashamed that contained 30 seconds of narration that came directly from Scott's book. That's pretty bold. That's pretty bold. The, the narration is a verbatim reading of a paragraph on page fifty-five of Untangled. The lawsuit says, uh, "So, so that's the story." Do you have anything to add to it?
0: Yeah, the article that was on Christian Post. Um, the, well, it's from the lawsuit. This is Miss Scott contends that uh, Miss Kane had direct access to Untangled. And copied its general theme and presentation. Her work, anyway. Um, it goes on to say that... Um, basically that... Um, when, when she became aware... Scott, um, Casey Scott, became aware... That's her name, right? Yeah. Uh, that, that it contained some work she contacted... Uh, the publisher, yeah, Scott was told that direct copying would be rewarded and that Scott would be cited in future unashamed copies. But she argues that 30,000 copies had already been published without the edits, and she found other areas of copying and rewarding that were not identified or acknowledged by the publishers. Hmm. So it seems like, um, yeah, the complaint notes that Scott learned of the similarities between her book and Kane's Unashamed on April 27, 2016, about two weeks before the Evangelist book was published, she reached out to the publishers uh, to inform them the infringement, but uh, Miss Kane and Zondervan persisted with the book's publication. And then they said, oh, well, in the future copies, well, we'll take care of it. But here we are more than two years later and you know that's that's what the lawsuit says. That's the
1: that's actual lawsuit. Yeah. So. <laughs> so you know there is an interesting thing that I don't know, and that is, did Christine Kane, go- have these books ghostwritten? Or did she actually write them herself?
0: That's a good question.
1: Because, and the reason I bring that up is because most of the bigwig people that you know, Joyce Meyer, Rick Warren, all those guys, they don't write their books. I mean, seriously. You really think that they have time to write those books? They don't. They get them ghostwritten. I know, actually, a number of authors uh, who actually have ghostwritten very famous people's books. Um, you know, I mean, seriously, if they actually have time to read those books or write them, they don't. So it could be, and I'm just throwing this out. I don't know for a fact because I don't know at all. Um, but if she has these written, then it could be that the ghostwriter did, did the plagiarizing too. But that person may be named in the lawsuit or not. I don't know. But it is, that this is part of, uh, if, if you're a famous author, just say, especially in the Christian world, if you are a famous author and you have book after book after book coming out, dollars to donuts, it's ghost written, just so you know. Yeah. I don't know if you want to say anything else. No, i was
0: just saying that it, it was filed, it, the lawsuit was filed on Thursday, May 10th this year in Michigan Western District Court. Okay. Judges Janet T. Neff, and um, and
1: it's only making news now. That's interesting.
0: But um, yeah, it's, it doesn't seem to. Yeah, there's a summons for Zondervan, for Harper Collins, uh, publishers Harper Collins, Christian, and Christine Kane. Uh, there doesn't appear to be a, a ghost writer or anyone else mentioned in the suit.
1: All right, that doesn't mean that it still wasn't. Yeah. But who knows? So it says here, uh, some of the comments that were left on this, where, where all of free will, believe what you want, I choose Jesus, time will tell. The great ape responded to that guy saying, uh, if the God of the Bible is omniscient as claimed by Christianity, then free will cannot exist. Really? The great ape, God may know what your choice will be, but it's still your choice and choices do change. And listo wrote, maybe they should just pray over it. True believers will let God untangled this knot.
0: <laughs>
1: that church is a joke. May as well be dancing around with rattlesnakes. Still trying to take shots at the Church of the Highlands, she has nothing to do with the church other than being a guest speaker a few times. Except she's family, was, was the response. Catfight. So many frauds call themselves evangelists, the biggest con game imaginable. They get 10% of your income and promise you a return, but only after you die. Uh, and, and then this guy responds, wrong on Social Security. We retired folks are making out like bandits thanks to those currently working who pay for it. Uh, and then this person says it's mismanaged for due long. We are working just to maintain it for the current crop of retirees, but making out like bandits is a bit hy- hyperbolic her is that did I say that right well anyway. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, it goes, and then Star Stuff wrote, I became an ex-Christian when I was in in a Bible-believing conservative Christian minister school, working on a Master's of Divinity degree with the goal of becoming an evangelical Christian minister and a professional Christian apologist. Within a few weeks of starting classes, I found out very quickly that Christianity isn't about Jesus. It isn't about the Bible. It isn't about helping people. It is about transferring money from Hmm. the flocks to the professionals, and that's in quotes, with minimal effort. Frankly, I'm too honest to be a Christian. Star stuff, and Dane De Nemesis responds, Certainly there's a plenty of that out there. It doesn't change my faith in Jesus or my Christian experience. I can see how you'd be jaded. I still believe that Christ following is about Jesus, the Bible, and helping people. Institutional Christianity, not so much grace and peace to you. And then Waterman 905 says it just goes to show that these so-called, quote, Christians, unquote, are only worried about the enrichment of spirit and the salvation of the souls of their readers, not the earthly wealth gained from their teachings. Oh, wait, reverse that. And so on and so on. And as the world burns. No, just kidding. Uh, You know, so this is what we got to contend for. The contending for the faith. How do we respond as believers when a big name believer is getting a lawsuit about this. You know what I mean? I mean, seriously, how do you respond? Do we automatically judge them and say, ah, they're evildoers. They should be slapped with the lawsuit and blah, blah, blah. Or do we go, okay, they're innocent until proven guilty. Or do we go, oh, great. This is just another mess that we have to clean up of somebody who's in the church making us all look bad, because right, we all look we all make the we all make the church look bad. There are people that hate me. They tell me I, I should get off. I need to do stuff with my hair. I'm a lesbian, all this other stuff, right? I mean it's like really but what do you guys think? Say this is a day I wish I had a phone number to call in. Um, and I can take calls. And I can hear, you know, what people think. You guys can leave some comments though. Oops.
0: Um, I'm watching the Facebook comments right now.
1: Alice said hi. Actually, she said hello, hello. To be technical.
0: Yes, I see that.
1: Ouch! But but yeah, I mean, what was your first uh, what was your first thought when you saw it? Right. What was your first thought when you saw this leader, this Christian women leader, uh, who who is an author who's very very popular, has been accused of plagiarism.
0: You're asking me, or or ask people, your people
1: in general. Mama Jean is saying that is so sad. To be honest, to be Christian, maybe didn't have the right attitude going in. Yeah, if you're talking about the guy, you know that. If I, this is my my thing. When when somebody makes a comment like, "Oh, well, I used to. This was what I was going to do," etc., blah, blah blah. If they're so easily swayed by that then then the, then the seed did not fall on solid good ground it fell on the rocky ground because it was taken away it was snatched away when trials came come in basically go read the parable of the soil um so you know real christians can withstand tribulation because that's what the bible says you will if you are
0: well if we're going to be uh, completely biblical about it. <laughs> I'm I'm disappointed. There is a lawsuit. I think that's unbiblical. Well, According uh, to First Corinthians six,
1: right. And I, and I was just going to say that why should brother sue against brother because mm. it's a bad witness to the world. Terribly. And the fact that it yeah. is a bad witness, I just read you the comments. Those are those are certainly not Christians commenting that way.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: At least mm. I don't think they are.
0: And I I understand the frustration. That that here is a you know if you know the the allegations are correct that it is I was trying to find the court documents that it includes an exhibit that I would I imagine show the two passages that are identical. So nugget,
1: um, nuggets by Nat. Well, Nat Nat said I'm heartbroken to hear I've had such high respect for Christine Kane. Well, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what her response is, actually.
0: You know, but assuming the allegations are correct, that it was taken, you know, verbatim in some cases. uh, That's
1: that's kind of hard to deny if they have the evidence. Yeah,
0: and and not credited, and then bringing it to the publisher's attention two weeks before it was published, apparently... I don't know how she got access to it. That is the Scott, the other author, but anyway, and then for them to say, yeah, we'll, we'll take care of it. That, um, in the next releases and then, you know, it's maybe said, well, it's too late, you know, and it's going to be published, but the next copies will take care of it. And then it never didn't happen. You know, whoops are bad. Um, <laughs> then I understand that frustration, but from a biblical perspective, you know, taking to a court of law is not the place. Um, you know, there should be one within the within the church body, you know, with a capital C, that's able to, you know, judge between brethren or sistren in this case. That uh, you know there should be a you know arbitration service or something like that. To, to go directly to a court of law, which I don't know, I don't know what happened um, prior to this. But even so, Paul's admonition to the Corinthians is just, you know, why not, you know, suffer yourselves to be defrauded? Well, um, but the, you know,
1: it, okay, I and I agree with that. But you know, the the greater picture I think is that. Um, when Pastor Mark Driscoll was busted clearly of, of plagiarism and eventually lost his church, um, despite the fact that he was a known plagiarist on more than one occasion, uh, many in the emergent church, which is unbiblical in my opinion, went back and they continued to support him. And now he's still pastoring another church. And, and and that should tell you something, uh, because, there, there is repentance, you know, fruit and repentance. There has to be fruit of repentance, you know, and the church today, at least in America, is is a business. It's not, I mean, it's all over, actually. Uh, the underground church in China would never have anything like this going on. First of all, the underground church in China is a praying church. The American church isn't a praying church. And if you don't believe me, tell me how many prayer meetings are actually at your your church a week. And or how often, you know, you actually go to a prayer meeting outside your church. that That is something beyond some type of type of spectacle event that has speakers at it there to, you know, to hawk their wares. Okay, I, I feel like I'm being a little bit harsh, but I'm, I'm really speaking the truth because I believe that we are this close to Jesus returning and I believe that he has been cleaning uh, house for quite some time of the actual um, church. He's been he's he's been allowing um, what I would call severe mercy towards his people, assuming they are his people for real and not wolves in sheep clothing. Okay. And and here is the thing. And I gotta. I, and and I I'm just being honest. I have evaluated even some of my favorite Bible teachers. I'm not going to name who they are. But I have noticed how subtle it is that even with some of the most popular, most well-respected Bible teachers out there, they often don't even open the Bible. They'll talk about all these other issues, but they won't talk about Christ and who he is. And, you know, I've made this comment before. If you have a Christ less christianity you don't have christianity because you can't have christianity without christ being the center of it and so if whoever you're listening to isn't giving homage and honor to jesus who is god and you know trying to live a holy life and serve christ as who he is and making him the center of of the will you know then then you're worshiping a false god or a false religious system. It's no different than being in a cult. You know, cuz they have their rules, their regulations, their books, their proverbs that they say and all that other stuff, but they're forgetting who Jesus is. He isn't there. He's he's gone. He's like, "Oh, oh, I'm, Do you want me to come in here or not?" You know, behold I stand at the door and knock. Revelation 3:20. Uh, you know, he's saying that to the church. Specifically And so if Jesus isn't welcome in your church, then you shouldn't be in that church, just so you know. You should go somewhere else, you know. And and this is why I think atheists can mock Christians very easy by opening up their own church because all they do is pattern the same thing, but who needs Jesus? Whatever. Because here's the thing. Real followers of Christ will be really persecuted. They won't be accused of things like this. They will be persecuted because they've stood for what Jesus stands for. Case in point: those of you who listen to this show, if you stand and you say homosexuality is a sin or abortion is a sin or whatever, and you're firm in that, then guess what? You're going to get persecuted. You know, if if you stand up against the establishment and say, you know what, I'm not going to bow to that, just like Daniel. Daniel was thrown into, into you know in the lions den and all that because he wouldn't bow to the government of the day or the religion of that day he he bowed to Christ alone um you know and he's and and they actually if you recall you do recall the government there actually specifically wrote a law to tell Daniel that he could not pray to his god they targeted him specifically it was go back go back and read the book of Daniel they'll see how they actually targeted him in the book of Nehemiah, same thing. Nehemiah was put in a position. He was a cupbearer to the king and basically had the ear of the king who was not Christian, by the way. And next thing you know, Nehemiah is getting to the place where where he's being called to go and rebuild the walls in Jerusalem. Hi, Tommy. And the thing is, is as he's doing that, Sanballat and Tobiah, who were Jews also, they come forward and they're like, hey, uh, guess, why are you doing that? You know, and they were heckling him. What did Nehemiah do? Nehemiah told his, his, his peeps, which by the way, were given to him by the government. He told them, get your sword with you. Get your, your, uh, your thing here that, that you're going to need. And we're going to keep doing the work. Hey Ro, the Ro show is here. I love her. <laughs> You guys got to follow Ro. If you, if you haven't followed her yet, you got to follow her.
0: Since there's an interruption, can I interrupt once more? Yeah. Uh, just an update on the case. I see you looking at uh, the history of documents on this case. Okay. Of Scott versus Zondervan Corporation, Inc., at all. Um, on Wednesday, September 19th, notice of settlement.
1: Oh, there's been a settlement now. And
0: Thursday, September 30th, uh, order of dismissal shall be filed with the court. So, yeah, there's a, the case is over. Okay. There's been a settlement. and.
1: So, the one suing got some money then, most likely.
0: I'm guessing.
1: Sure. Well, that's good. Th- well, so what does that tell you, though? If there was a settlement and it didn't go to trial, then that tells you something right there.
0: Well, it could be. Um,
1: Guilt. That's what it tells you.
0: Yeah. Or they just didn't want to spend any more money in court.
1: Well, no, because then if more stuff would be found out, then well, well I don't know. It could respect. just
0: well, be it's cheaper to, to give some money think. than spend spending on legal fees.
1: Yeah. Well, anyway, the point is going back to my point earlier. The point is Daniel had to stay. He he had to stand up in his culture. Nehemiah, him and his people had to stand in their culture. And we as Christians have to stand in our culture. And you know what, you guys? I hate to say this, but we're all guilty of not being upright. We're not. And, you know, people are watching us. And, you know, if you're in Christian leadership, even me on this little dinky show that that you watch, that, you know, I have zero desire, just saying it, I have no desire whatsoever to be a big, huge name in the world of Christianity because I know... With more visibility, there's more accountability, and the devil's coming after me a lot more. <laughs> Just so you know, and and I have no I have no desire, but you know, people in that position, it's like Christian celebrity. It drives me crazy, because it, the temptation is to make it all about us when people are looking to us or reading our books or whatever. By the way, my book Pickleball Faith will be out. <laughs> by the end of the year I just had to say that to be funny come on people that was funny right just admit it Um, and nobody plagiarized pickleball faith that would be me I did not plagiarize myself (laughs) anyway the point is is we have to be careful right we have to be careful about our witness because unbelievers are seeing it and it doesn't do anybody any good in the long run and speaking of that there's a couple things I need you guys to do I don't know how many of you have saw my interview that I did with Virginia Prodan, uh, who was persecuted for her faith in Romania. And she actually helped bring down the communist government in Romania many years ago. Not like, I don't know, a couple decades ago. Uh, her book is called saving my assassin. And she actually texted me right before the show. I'm going to show you, I'm going to, I'm going to read the text to you. So I, I gotta shot. I gotta jump out of here for a minute, but Virginia texted me, um, And she said this, Um, she said her memoir, Saving My Assassin, is nominated for the 2018 Christian Literary Awards and the Reader's Choice Awards. Um, And she said, please vote for me. Go down under the nonfiction category. And this is why I'm promoting it, because I've actually read some of the book. I've interviewed her. I've met her in person. I know who she is. And this is her real-life story, so this isn't a fake story. She said this, Please share this news on your class, church, friends, social media. Email your friends and encourage your friends to vote for me, too. By voting my memoir, Saving My Assassin, you help many more people to read a life-changing memoir. Many accepted Christ after reading my memoir. To mm. God be the glory. Uh, hope you and your family vote for me today. Thank you for your support. So I actually told her that I would, um, you know, I would. I told her, I promised her I would tell all of you guys about it. Um, <clears throat> and so Randall has the link, I think I gave it to him.
0: Yes, I do, and a specific link. I'm working with a more visible color here.
1: Yeah, it's, um. if you go to, what yeah, is it? Yeah, I've got it here. ChristianLiteraryAwards.com. Like, I still got to say it for my audio. Forward
0: slash cast dash.
1: Well, if they just go there, it's uh, on the front page right there. Yeah, it's
0: cast your vote is the link in the upper right corner.
1: Yeah. So if you go there and scroll down and vote for Virginia's book, that one is a biblical one. I mean, that's her story, right? I mean that that is her story. It's her life story. Uh, oh, you put it in yellow. That's cool. Mm-hmm. All right, good. All right. So if you go there after, I'll tweet it out afterwards, um, or I'll put it. I'll put it in the. Um, I'll put it in the comments here on our Facebook page, so those of you who are on Facebook can you know do that. All right, the other thing uh, I want to tell you is tomorrow, my guest is co- my guest who's coming on the show is Simone Walden. And Simone is somebody that I met at Dr. Aquina's Finch's uh, Social Power Summit. She, this young lady, she just turned 37, I think, yesterday, or sometime over the weekend. And anyway, she is known as the student teacher. And her testimony is that she um, was abused in anyway way. She ended up in a relationship with another woman, a couple of them actually, um, and has since struggled with, with same-sex attraction. But she has decided to leave that behind and follow Jesus at all costs. And she also has a very, very, very passionate heart for... Um, the school system and children in the schools. And so she calls herself a student teacher. She's written a number of books. I actually ordered one of them because after hearing her read one of the devotions she wrote, I was like, gosh, I got to get this book. So I actually, I actually bought it. I don't normally do that. (laughs) I usually have books given to me, but, but I wanted to support her. And, you know, you can follow her on Facebook. She is, she is one of the coolest people I have met in a long, long time. Um and so she's going to be my guest tomorrow talking about her um you know her her um her testimony of leaving the lesbian lifestyle which she actually lived in for quite a while. Um and then on Wednesday my guest is Vanessa Canterbury who is also another person that we met. Actually, I've known Vanessa for a while, but if you saw the video of me where I was being interviewed by Vanessa at the Social Power Summit, um, she's going to be my guest, um, on Wednesday. So we're going to have two powerhouse women, uh, coming up on the show this week. Um, just so you know, so you definitely want to be here. Definitely want to be here for tomorrow for sure. I think you're going to enjoy that. Hey, Stephen. Stephen just joined us over on Facebook. Um, so, you know, make sure that you're, you're here. Also, I want to support my friend, Coach Mo. Those of you who know Maureen, Coach Mo, how many of you know? Do you guys know Coach Mo? Do you know her? Yeah, you do. If you're on Periscope, you know her. Uh, Maureen Messer Smith. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Coach Mo uh, sells a really great product. And um, I don't know how many of you guys have ever heard of this product, but it's called Norwex. And um, what it is is special cleaning cloths that have, um, they, they, they're just really cool and i don't have the video in front of me but i told her that i wanted you guys to know about this stuff uh, because i saw a great video and then i got some samples of this of these clods they're microfiber and they basically trap bacteria and i mean they're they're really awesome they they are super awesome randall and i uh just the samples that we used i i took one of these these fiber cloths and and all you use is water with them. That's the cool part. You just use water with them. And we had dog nose prints on our win- on our window downstairs because the dog's nose, they, they bark and they touch the windows and stuff. Um, they, uh, with just water, just using that thing off, cleaned my window unbelievably. I mean, I was just like, that's crazy. So anyway, Marines, Coach Mo actually sells this. And... I, I told her, I said, hey, I want to I want to support you and get more people to buy your product in part because I love the product myself. I actually bought some over the weekend, um, but also because Coach Mo is a member of my team with Legal Shield. She's actually a, a new um, associate. And I, for a minute, I forgot what I was going to say, but anyway, she's a new associate and I want to support my team as much as possible. So she actually said to me, well, I'll tell you what, I will, I will set up a party and you know, you just give them a link and you know, go. And if you guys buy it through, you know, they buy it through, if they buy anything and it's through my party, then anything I get or whatever, I'll get something from her. You know, so it's a party uh, that will support Bible News Radio. So we're actually supporting each other. So that's very cool. If you're in the cleaning world like Melanie is, Melanie, you really should get these cloths. If you haven't seen these, you really should get some and test them out. I think you would love them. Um, So here's the thing. Go to bit.ly forward slash clean Stacy. I know. No, don't tell me to clean. (laughs) If you saw my house, you'd be telling me to clean just so you know. Uh, But anyway, go to bit.ly clean clean clean. bitly bitly don't do that that's too long that's why yeah, said i it's guess bitly. It's,
0: yeah better for the listening audience
1: bitly forward slash clean stacy all over caps go there it's going to take you right to the direct page um if if they go there they're not going to actually get to my page randall so <laughs> anyway the and and they and they actually have other things too they have like claws, they got detergent and and all this other stuff and i can tell you it's really cool, and there's video i I think there's probably videos or whatever on here. Mm-hmm. I don't know me and Mo are gonna do a party we're gonna probably set up a Facebook thing and do a a joint party talking about legal shield and this at the same time just because we can and have fun doing it um, but I want to support her and uh it's 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 a good product, and it will save you money like on paper towels for sure
0: the problem is when you put a um a link in Facebook Messenger gives you a Facebook link.
1: Oh. Oh. That's a bummer.
0: And. and well, that's the, why I
1: said bit.ly forward slash clean Stacy. Just go there and you'll yeah. you'll get to the thing. Also, I wanted to tell you about a conversation I had over the weekend. Had a, I have a good friend. Um, you say the bath towels are great? Yeah. She's going to send me a face cloth because I, cause I ordered some. And anyway, she's throwing that in. So, I'm going to try that because of the makeup issue. Um but anyway, I was talking to a friend of mine over the weekend in California, and she asked me to pass on to my audience the following. I feel like I'm just giving you a whole bunch of commercials. This isn't really a commercial. Uh, no, in November, there's an election coming up. So what you need to do is go and make sure that you are registered to vote. Make sure that you're registered to vote. Go to the Registers Voters website in your area and check your records to make sure you are registered. Because she was telling me that New, Newmore, New, Newport Beach, um, yes, they are washable with just water. And they are definitely reusable. They have a two-year guarantee. Um, but check your registration. Make sure that you're registered. Because at this last election, when Donald Trump was um, elected, her whole area was conspicuously... Absent. Uh, in fact, she actually went to her voter's thing, found out that somebody had been voting as her through mail, and this came up because I was telling her about Legal Shield, and I was telling her that she needed to get Legal Shield because of stuff just like that. Because if if uh, she didn't know that that was going on, which she didn't, Legal Shield would catch stuff like that um, because we monitor those type of things with identity theft protection and all that. So, so uh, if you're not yet a member of legal shield yet or identity theft protection, don't delay you guys. It's, it's just going to get worse. So go ahead and uh, get in touch with me afterwards and let's get you signed up for it, get you all protected and get you to save money. Did you know, like it just as one example, if you're a Verizon Wireless user, you save 20% on your phone bill if you are a Legal Shield member, which actually pays for your membership if you think about it almost. So, all that. Uh, also, uh, I'm not sure yet what Ariel's Bible study is we're giving away this week or this month, but don't forget to save 20% when you use the coupon code Bible News by going to Ariel.org. Uh, Get some stuff over there. I know some of you have been doing that. I appreciate it. Um, Because it's good stuff. It's it's biblical stuff. It's stuff you're not going to have to worry about being plagiarized by anybody. Okay? Just so you know. Uh, Hopefully not. Yeah. And we are are getting ready to celebrate my 50th birthday, people. Yeah, I am. (laughs) I'm looking forward to it fact i just told my friend that i could beat her at pickleball (sighs) yeah i could anyway so uh so yeah we're so if you want to donate to our trip though to uh, the prophecy watchers thing in oklahoma um we're still about 700 bucks short to cover our cost and that's extreme minimal cost so if you guys can help us out consider it a birthday gift throw in some money and help us pay for that trip, so that when we bring back all these interviews to you, you can go. Ah, oh, I helped did that. I helped do that, uh, and you can do that over at biblenewsradio.com/give. Uh, just donate what you can, and that will definitely go towards our trip. We are driving across America to Oklahoma uh, to uh, cover this conference for you. It's going to be a great Bible prophecy conference, and we're going to do. I'm going to do my best to get all the interviews I can there. Uh, To do that. So, and this is on our dime. We're not being paid for it. So, uh, do us a favor and help us out because you're not going to get the info anywhere else, just so you know. All right. And it was a year ago that yours truly discovered I was Jewish because all these people kept telling me I am. So, bless the chosen people here. (laughs) All right. And what else was I going to tell you? Um, Let's see, Prophecy Watchers, Legal Shield, Pillars, Ariel. Okay, that I got the Norwex thing, got the Voters thing. I think I got everything actually. Told you who's on tomorrow. Anybody have any questions or comments? Randall, do you have anything that you want to say? I don't know. I don't see any other questions in here. Let's see.
0: Steven says hello on Facebook.
1: Yeah, I said hi already. Okay. That's why I said hi back because I saw gotcha. him. he's not there anymore though. All right, Dallas Cowboys with two S's, Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Anyway. Um all right. I think that is pretty much it. So if you are on my team. If you're a Legal Shield representative and you're on my team, there's a Ladies of Justice phone call tonight. You might want to get on, just in case you didn't see the post I put in our group. Just thought I'd share that with you in case you missed it. And don't forget to watch the Leadership Show too. It's really good. All right, Let's see. Text message list. Yeah, those of you who are not yet on my text message list, uh, next week it's going to be vital that you be on it just because um, uh, we're going to be doing different programming next week. And so we'll be keeping in touch with you through the text messages. So if you want to be on my text message list, text the term Bible News to 33222. Get on that. And uh, we'll tell you when we're going live and all that other stuff. Because I think next week we're probably not going to be doing a show at our regular time. Because we're going to be at that conference. And in an undisclosed location for my birthday. But I think we may be doing a show on my birthday. Which is next Tuesday, I think. Is it Tuesday? I think it's Tuesday. Yes. Yeah. So... It's going to be good. All right. So that's it. So you, we have five minutes left. Do you have anything I have,
0: uh I have more than I need.
1: All right. Well, <laughs> there's no rule that says we have to go an hour. So you guys have a good rest of your day and we will see you tomorrow, I think. Right. All right. All right. And thanks for tuning in. I hope you have a good rest of your day. <laughs> I am now going to probably go over to my dad's and pick up his stinky clothes so that I can do them for him, wash his clothes. So I will do that later, but hope you guys have a good evening. Remember to be bold, stand up and go with God because he loves you. And I appreciate all of you guys watching. Talk to you later.